What is going on, folks? Johnny No Cash here, and you are listening to Life with Johnny No Cash. And man, oh man, I gotta say, it is getting cold. I can see my breath. Like, really? It's not even fucking November. It is getting chilly, folks. And that being said, I think, you know, this very well could be the end of an era. Now, before I get into that, I just want to say to each and every one of you guys who have been consistently listening, thank you so much. It does mean the world to me. You know, I love doing this podcast, and there's quite a few of you guys that seem to really enjoy it. So thank you. It's really nice to get that kind of feedback. So cheers. Now, without further ado, let's jump into this week's topic, and that is, is this the end of an era? Well, without further ado... Let's get into it. Here we go. Well, folks, I am back in Squamish, and I just got to say, I had to think about this episode and how I was going to deliver it before I turned on the mic. And I think the best way for me to deliver this episode to you guys is I need to be brutally honest, and I do need to address something. You know, with social media and things like that, And I guess being a musician, a lot of people have like a certain opinion of you. And a lot of the time they're so off the fucking mark. And, and that's, but that's just their opinion. They only see photos. They only see your captions and things like that. They don't see anything behind the scenes or how you really are as a person. And I got to say, and I need to admit this to people that think a certain way of me, is I am in no fucking way invincible, indestructible, or some kind of fucking wilderness badass that some of you think I am. I have definitely had the worst two weeks I have ever had in my life these last two weeks. And I'm going to get into that. I'm going to sound like a little bitch, but I don't give a fuck. That's the point of this particular podcast is I want to be honest, I want to be truthful, I want to be genuine, and I don't want to, you know, showcase a certain side of life that is untruthful. So that's what this episode is about, and I don't want to sound like I'm looking for sympathy or pity points. I'm just going to be honest about what I've been going through and how difficult it has been and what I'm going to do. So please, listen to the entirety of this episode so you can get the full skinny on what the fuck is going on. But I'm going to start out with this. Yeah, these last two weeks have been awful. I mean, it's cold. It's wet. Apparently, it hasn't rained like this in 50 years. So if there is a higher power, thanks, man. Thanks for fucking putting my willpower to the test, because this has been really, really difficult. I mean, luckily, I haven't had any major van problems, so that hasn't been a problem. But the big issue here is just staying comfortable, staying warm, staying dry. And of course, every few days, I have to go into town to get supplies. So if I do build a shanty or if I build some kind of hut, I have to tear that shit down every few days and then, you know, erect it again three, four days later, whatever. So in the last couple of weeks, I think it's only been sunny three days. And I don't mean just sunny, uh, dry. 
It's been so wet and I'm bringing the moisture into the van. Uh, The temperatures are plummeting. I think last night was five degrees. And then this morning when I woke up, it was one. And I mean, unless you are living in some kind of luxurious camper, this has been really difficult staying comfortable, staying sane and keeping your positive kind of mentality up. Now, of course, I have learned a fuck ton of patience in the last few months. It's a side of me that I never thought would ever happen. I'm usually quite impatient, but I will say in the last few months, I have learned to be so much more patient, take things so much slower and really kind of go through the motions of life rather than just running for the finish line. And yeah, it has been rough. So this stove idea, and I'm not going to, I'm not saying that this is a bad idea for everybody, but with the setup that I have, the stove that I purchased, this was a really, really bad idea. And I don't mean just for safety features and, and reasons. I mean, because for, again, my comfortability, I have this stove installed and honest to God, the only way it will stay ignited is if the front latch is open. And with the front latch open, it billows smoke right back into the van. And for me not to inhale this smoke, I need to have my two side doors open, which completely cancel out the function of the stove. And, you know, I decided, well, I'm going to invest in one of those eco fans. These are the fans that they gain power from being heated up. I'm sure y'all know know about these, but, and it's a hundred bucks, a hundred bucks for these fans. So, I mean, it ain't fucking cheap. So I bought one of these fans. I was hoping that, you know, maybe this way I won't need to be burning as much. Maybe I just need embers. And then I shut the door and the fan will, you know, circulate the warmth. But man, I ended up basically using this hundred dollar fan just to fan out the smoke in the van. And I got to say, like, it's dirty. Like, I I took a shower in Vancouver the other day, and I thought I looked fine. <laughs> I looked at myself in the mirror. I'm like, you know what? For two weeks not having a shower, I don't look too bad. I got in the shower, and it was just brown water coming off me. I couldn't believe how dirty I was. And I'm going to place 100% blame on the stove. You're putting your hand in there. You're having to move it, uh, move the kindling around. It's getting off on your hands, in your bedding, on your clothes. And just the smell itself is sticking to every single thing in the interior of your van. It was awful. And not just that, but because of the rain, the water and moisture was coming down the chimney and finding small cracks in the chimney and then leaking out that tar that resin that, you know, wood has after being burned. And have you ever smelt wood tar hitting the top of a stove? It's rank. It is like condensed wood smell times a thousand. It's like essential oils for the bum. You know, it's, it's, uh, so not only was my living condition extremely miserable, I stunk. I was dirty. Um, it was very difficult to find wood and to keep myself warm. But 
the main thing was when I found a new location to set up camp because my, my van was leaking. Like literally I could see the water coming through the fucking roof. So I decided to find some kind of shelter down the mountain here on the Mamquamp uh, road. And I found this one little spot and it had an awning of trees. And I thought to myself, well, this is the best spot for me at, at this point in time. So I set up camp and I get a little fire going and I said to myself, I'm just going to stay outside. I don't care how fucking cold and miserable it is. It's just not worth it for me to sit inside the van and feeding this fire when it's just counterproductive. I'm wasting wood while my van is not getting any warmer whatsoever. So I'm sitting outside freezing, soaking wet really quite miserable and not like mad miserable and not depressed miserable, but just kind of defeated. You know, um, I felt like I, I had failed even though there was very little I could do. I knew that I didn't fail. I was doing everything I could do with the resources and circumstances I was in. And it was just really starting to get to me. And I looked up and I looked at my chimney that was coming through the roof and no smoke was coming out of it or very little, very little smoke was coming out of it. And I'm like, well, that's, that's strange. There's only one reason for that. And that, well, sorry, there's two reasons. One is it's all billowing back into the van and two, the chimney is clogged and that is a huge, huge safety issue. That can start fires. You have no idea what kind of flame could be reigniting all that gum inside that chimney. So here I am, spent, you know, 400 bucks on this heating device. It's not heating. I'm wet. I'm cold. I'm extremely dirty. I'm lonely. And you know, I'm trying to talk to friends of, you know, what maybe some options are, things like that. And I decided that night, actually, I was talking to my buddy, Andy, and he said, you know what, dude, put the fire out, come to Vancouver. We're going to figure this shit out. So he was right. I just put on long johns. I put on a huge blanket and I sat in the van and I just fucking froze while the rain just decimated the roof of my van and I just sat here kind of reflecting on everything thinking about the future mainly because you know this isn't even winter yet this is mid-October and it's just gonna get worse and worse and worse and here I am thinking like man I think I might have met my match I don't know how to kind of get around this one so I go to Vancouver the next day. Now, Andy was kind enough. He was going away for thanks, Canadian Thanksgiving to our American listeners. Um, we have Thanksgiving the second week of weekend of October, which is different from yours in November. So he was headed to the island to visit some family. And he said that I could stay at his house for the entire weekend, which was fucking awesome. I mean, I haven't you know, had a warm shower in weeks. I haven't done laundry in weeks. I haven't, you know, 
been warm <laughs> in weeks. So it was great. I, I took him up on this. And, you know, if you're listening, Andy, thanks so much. And, and the Leviers. But so I'm there and I'm doing research on how the hell I need to get rid of this thing. Like the only way I can continue through the winter is to get rid of this fucking stove. This thing has been an absolute nightmare and it needs to go. Yeah, I spend a bunch of money on it. Yeah, the side of my van is all sheet metal. You know what? I don't give a fuck. I'm at the point now where forget the value of this van. Forget the resale value. I need to stay warm or I'm just going to I'm going to spiral into a depression. Right. I mean, that's what happens when we're not comfortable, when we're not happy, we spiral down into a a deep depression. And trust me, folks, I am not one to bullshit about, you know, my mental health. I've been there. I've been there before. And I really wanted to avoid it this time because I like being happy. I hate being depressed. I'm sure everybody does. So I did some research And I came to the conclusion, now I know a lot of you folks are going to be like, whoa, dude, this is a terrible idea. And you know what? It very well could be. But the only thing, after all the research that I had done, it seemed to me like the only option as well as, with my budget again, was to get a propane heater. Yep, you're probably losing your minds. Well... This particular heater heater is the most popular with, I guess, boondocking, Canadian boondocking, ice fishing, things like that. And it is the big buddy heater. Now, this is a propane heater and everyone's probably just pulling their hairs out and, you know, their eyes are massive thinking, what the fuck is Johnny doing with a propane heater in the van? Well... From the reviews I've seen, I had seen firefighters test this thing and it produces 0% carbon monoxide. Now, of course, there's always room for air. So I do have a window open cracked here and there. So what I did is I pulled this fucking stove out of the damn van, ripped it right out. And God damn it, folks, like... The, the attachment of the chimney to the stove itself literally ripped right off. Like, that's how cheap this piece of shit is. Like, this, this company should be ashamed of themselves to make a product that poor, and especially when it deals with fucking fire. Like, fuck you, man. Oh, that I, I couldn't believe it. And it took zero effort. I literally just bent... The chimney and it ripped right out of the socket. Wow. Hit like the wrong bump or something. Turn around. Your stove is dismantled from the chimney. You're fucked. So I pull the damn thing out and it feels real good. It's kind of like, you know, telling off an old school bully. Just like, fuck you, man. Get the fuck out of my life. It felt good. So when I'm pulling the chimney out. Lo and behold, man, I'm so glad that I did not have a fire that night, the the previous night, because you couldn't even see through the damn chimney. There was so much shit in there. Yep. The elbows were completely packed full of this gum. There was no air to get through. And that is why no smoke was coming out of the top of the chimney because it was clogged. And I mean, I've only used this stove for just a little over a month. 
like the maintenance and and here I am reflecting and like okay sure I got to buy now a a chimney sweeper I've got to buy specific wood just to keep the fucking thing going I I'm covered in soot and gunk and dirt and my interior like I'm just checking off all the reasons to get rid of this damn thing and the the cons definitely outweighed the pros I don't even honestly the only thing that I think was kind of nice was before it got really cold and I didn't mind having the windows or the the doors open it was a nice atmosphere and I do like the smell of burning wood I'm sure we all do that is the only fucking thing that this stove did that I would say had any kind of benefit. So I ripped this damn fucking thing out and I'm feeling really good about it. And I'm doing research on this big buddy heater. Now I know it's trendy and shit like that, but guys, I don't give a fuck. I'm miserable and I need to stay warm in order for me to survive this fucking winter. And like I said, it's only getting worse and sure I'm going to have to spend money on propane. Sure. I'm going to have to have my windows open periodically to, you know, just have some ventilation. But I mean, honestly, I've been in the van now for three days with the big buddy heater. And and this is not an advertisement. and They, they don't sponsor me whatsoever. Um, but I'm just saying it has been night and day. Night and fucking day as far as my, like how comfortable I am and and just how easy it's been. I have the 20 pound propane tank tucked underneath where I normally would have my water tank, but I've just replaced my water tank to underneath my desk. And I have a, the hose <clears throat> that runs through my cabinets right out the side to hook into the buddy heater. And I mean, this van does retain the, the, the cold more than any other van, even though I've insulated it, but it's so much better than it was. And I'm still miserable though. And that's where I want to go. That's where I want to kind of finish off this episode is the end of an era. I don't mean the end of an era to that stove. What I really mean is, is I think it is time for me to get a new van. Yeah, I know it's fucked. I just don't know if this van is suitable for a fella at my age, (laughs) um, for another four months in the winter, you know, I really think that if I'm going to do this, I might want to just bite the old bullet and get something that isn't going to cause me any problems that, I mean, first of all, my heater doesn't work when I drive the thing. My back door is no longer open. I have to get that fixed or fixed it myself, which I definitely will do. You know, there's just so many things that I'm kind of adding up. And I honestly think that maybe this is the end of this van's life. I I mean, for the summertime, it could be fine if the AC worked, you know, there's, but that's again, more money I've got to spend that I, I'm just thinking it's, I'm literally thinking about this as I'm doing the podcast, so you can probably hear the gears turning in my mind, but it's one of those things where I'm kind of coming to that conclusion that maybe it's better that I just bite the old bullet, 
you know, go deep into my savings and and get something that's a little bit more stable for my life and my age. I mean, I'm still fucking kicking it, still chopping wood and shit like that. But come on, man, I ain't 19 anymore. And it's I'm not at the point where, you know, I'm that stubborn to the point where it's like, fuck it. You know, I'll just freeze to death. You know, it will be a great fucking send off to my legacy. No, man. I'd like to stick around for a few more years. And I love, and I do say, I love this lifestyle. I fucking love it. I love being outside. I love chopping wood. I love being alone. It's, it's quite nice. And even though some days are lonelier than others, ultimately I fucking love this shit. I love not being part of the politics and society these days. And everybody's yammering away about this, that, and the other thing. Fuck that, man. I like just tuning all that shit out. And the only way I can do that is living off the grid. So I think that's the uh, the decision, folks. And if you have any suggestions on maybe a vehicle or if you see something, if you come across it, I am currently, like I said, I'm in Squamish, so I'm in the far western part of BC, southwestern. Uh, maybe you know somebody in this area that sells these things or is getting rid of one. and But any kind of feedback would, would really be appreciated. And... I'd love to hear what you guys think. Like, am I a pussy for doing this shit? Am I a weakling? Am I a failure? (laughs) And I don't care if you say yes. I really don't. I mean, but I did feel that this episode was very important, mainly because sometimes I get messages from y'all and it's like, man, you you know, you got balls of steel. and, And it's like, well, I appreciate that, but honestly, there's also a lot of bad things, and I really wanted to talk about that shit, that I ain't fucking made of steel, and I was at a breaking point. You know, I was really miserable, and I had to find out a way to avoid that misery. And I think I found it, and at the very least, even if I don't get a new van in the next month, or I don't know, at least I'm going to be warm. Sure, I might have to spend 30 bucks to fill the propane tank up a couple week a couple times a month. I don't care at this point. At least I'm warm, at least it's dry, and at least I'm not inhaling that fucking brutal smoke on a daily basis, especially in this kind of weather whenever I have to keep the doors closed for the most point. We'll just be soaked in here. But anyway, folks, I I hope I didn't rant too much and I hope you got something out of this because honestly, I like being brutally upfront about this shit. I don't pull any punches and I appreciate your ears for this one. Uh, I promise the next episode will be a lot more uplifting. I'm hoping so anyway. But thank you all so much for tuning in and listening to this consistently. It really does mean a lot. I love doing these podcasts and I apologize. I say this every fucking episode that it's not consistent uploads, but the fucking things that I have to do in a week just to stay, to figure out, you know, is this van going to work for me? Should I get rid of the stove? Like I'm just busy. Either way, here's a new episode for you and I hope you enjoyed it. But as always, if you want to check out the old Instagram, it's Johnny No Cash. Oh, I have one last thing to say. My Instagram, somebody made a fake account, and this isn't a small thing. Somebody made a fake account of mine and started DMing all of my followers. They made a fake website 
that has PayPal visa accepting, uh, apps on it. And they are DMing every single one of my followers saying that they want a hundred dollar giveaway and you just need to pay the shipping. So send me a photo of your credit card. I have, that has been exhausting. Two weeks. This has been going on that this fucking prick has been harassing my followers and he's blocked me. So I can't, really do anything i've he's been reported over 50 times and he's still going man it's yeah it's been a rough couple weeks (laughs) but i'm smiling man i got my coffee and i got my cigarettes and i do have a little fire going outside so you know what things could be a lot fucking worse i could be six feet in the ground but i ain't still here so thanks so much, folks. Do check out my Instagram. It is Johnny No Cash Official. Same with the Facebook. If you want to send me a message, you can email Johnny No Cash Official at gmail.com. And also, if you do want to pick up some merch, you can check out the Bandcamp. But I highly recommend that if you do, email me your order. And that way we can avoid PayPal fees because they fuck both of us. So anyway, folks, this has been a long rant. I appreciate everything. And you know what? Uh, I hope you do well this week and keep that fucking frown upside down. So cheers, y'all. A staggered motherfucking crawl. Out. <laughs>